Hello, thank you for listening to this podcast. My name is Stephen Cook, and this is a talk for Christian Unity Week 2023, and it's based on 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10 to 18. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, that you should all be in agreement, and that there should be no divisions among you, but that you should be all of the same mind and purpose. That's some appeal, isn't it? It can't be as straightforward as it seems because a community in which everyone agreed with each other all the time wouldn't be a church, it would be a cult. But Paul is talking about something deeper than the difference of opinion. I was watching a programme a while ago in which a group of campaigning vegans were trying to persuade Welsh people to try a vegan diet. One campaigner had cornered a man and was trying to get him to taste a vegan sausage. And he was refusing. Go on, try it. It won't do any harm. No. Why not? Don't know, it's just not what I am. This wasn't about his personal preferences. This was about who he felt he was. Where do you stand on climate change, on immigration? What radio station do you listen to? What newspaper do you read? Did you vote leave or remain? In some ways, these are just facts about us or preferences that we express or opinions that we hold. But in the last few years, especially with the arrival of social media, they've become ways in which we identify ourselves. This is not just what I think. This is who I am. And we can end up voting the ticket, as they say in the USA, and feel that because we're this, then we have to think that. And there's almost puritanical insistence that you have to think certain things. And if you think something different, then you're not only mistaken, but you're morally repugnant. I hesitate to call this political correctness because I think political correctness is a good thing and that we need to be careful about how we use words so as not to offend people. This is about policing what people think to the point of not even allowing questions to be asked. It's about It's about putting people in a box and insisting that they stay there. There's a story told about a man walking through Belfast in the days of the Troubles who was stopped by two large men who asked him if he was a Protestant or a Catholic. Not knowing which side they were on, he told them he was an atheist. Yes, they said, but are you a Protestant atheist or a Catholic atheist? In many parts of the country, there are massive identifiers. What language do you speak? What's your ethnicity? Are you Catholic or Protestant? These things go so deep into the way people feel about themselves that they're hard to exaggerate. It's not about choice or beliefs. It's about identity. The secret of real unity, of course, is learning how to disagree well. I can honestly say that some of the people I've learned most from over the years have been the ones I most profoundly disagreed with because they forced me to work out why and what I really think. We would all be poorer if we cut out of our lives people who think differently from us. But Paul goes on to make it clear that in the church in Corinth, this ran deeper than differences of opinion. It had come to be about identity. There were different strands of teaching in the early church, especially around the extent to which the Jewish practices should be observed by all believers. Issues which seem very obscure to us now, like the eating of food that had been offered to idols, were really big deals in the early church. 
different teachers had different ideas and sometimes after Paul had established a church and moved on other people would arrive with a different message. That might not have been so bad in itself but people had come to identify themselves with these people. Some were saying I'm with Apollos or I'm with Paul or I'm with Peter. And he rightly points out that none of them were crucified or raised from the dead. The only person into whom you can be baptised and therefore the only person you can be identified with as a Christian is Jesus himself. Is Christ divided? He asks. This Sunday is in the week of prayer for Christian unity. And as I've thought about that passage from 1 Corinthians, I've come to see that differences may be good. We can say, vive la difference, but different identifiers on this level are bad. If we say, this is what I like, or this is what I think, that's no problem. If we say, because this is what I like and what I think, this is what I am, then that most certainly can be. So I just want to think for a few minutes about what we would need to do to build a church which exhibits the kind of unity Paul was dreaming about in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. Church in the sense of a congregation or church in the sense of Christian unity. Well, the first thing, of course, is to listen. Listen means to give attention in order to hear. It starts with listening to ourselves. What's going inside me, which means I'm responding to this person in this way? Why is this person responding to me in this way? What's behind what they're saying? Is what they just said an invitation to come closer or a warning to stay away? If they're saying something you disagree with, how did they get to that point of view? Was there an earlier part of their thinking you can identify with? What would it take to change their mind? The most important thing is that you give to the other person your respectful attention so that you can hear not just what they say, but what they mean. No one should imagine that's easy because in order to listen well, you have to silence all the other demands on your attention. So I ask how well do you listen to other people? Ask yourself that question when you've got a chance. Second thing is look for the fruits. This was something Jesus emphasised. It's by the fruit that you know whether something is good or bad. You don't get figs growing on thorn bushes. Master, said one of the disciples, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, but because he was not one of us, we forbade him. Do not forbid him, said Jesus, for whoever is not against you is for you. If the signs of the kingdom are there, if the hungry are fed, the prisoners set free, sick people healed and so on, then we can affirm it. It doesn't have to be someone we identify as one of us that's doing it. It's amazing how quick we are to dismiss good things because they're not being done by our people, by our group, by our tribe, even by our church. Look for the fruits. Are there good things I can affirm, even if there are other things I disagree with? How good are you at doing that? And the third thing is refuse labels. Refuse them for yourself and refuse to give them to others. There's a story told about a Welshman who was washed up on a desert island. When finally the rescuers came ashore, they were amazed to find that during his time there, he'd built himself a whole village 
including not one but two chapels. And when they asked him why it was that since he was there on his own that he'd gone to all the trouble of building two chapels, he pointed to one of them and said, well, do you see that chapel there? And that's the one I don't go to. It's so easy to divide the world into things you are for and things you're against, into things you are and things you're not. It's convenient sometimes, but we miss out on so much if we do. Try to discipline yourself not to do it. There's only one label that we should stick on ourselves. I belong to Christ. That is the label you were given when you were baptised. And whichever church you belong to, that's the only one that matters. There are going to be disagreements, of course there are, and we would be poorer if there weren't. But we can find ways to disagree well if we listen, if we look for the fruits, if we refuse labels. You might have voted leave or remain. You might have voted for Lord Buckethead at the last election. You might speak Welsh or Esperanto. It doesn't matter because the only label that really matters is that we belong to Christ and Christ belongs to us. And therefore, we belong to one another. May God bless this word to us. Amen. <laughs>